Hello there. Presented by the Atlas Strength Shop. This is the Atlas Nerds in Iron Podcast. Good evening. Welcome to the Atlas Nerds in Iron Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Ray, and this is our beautiful co-host, Mr. Matthew Cavalier. Good evening. How have you been this week, Matt? I am great. How are you? Woo! Bro, I am tired. Uh, we're talking about earlier. We got this big inspection coming up, so my units had me seven days a week for like the last almost three weeks now. Uh, so that's why we didn't have a podcast last Saturday, is because I was busy armying. But all that's coming to an end soon. As of the thirty first, I am no longer going to have my active duty position with Louisiana National Guard. It was a mutual decision, and uh, and yeah, well, I'll tell that story a little bit later. I, I don't think anyone in my chain of command is listening to this podcast. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty funny story. Uncle Sam's always listening, man. It, always listening. Um, but not, they're not listening as hard as Jeff Bezos is though. Jeff, Jeff Bezos is listening harder than anyone. Why is he listening? So that he can sell us things. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like when we start mentioning genital cuffs and all of a sudden genital cuffs. Son of a bitch. Amazon I'm going to get some weird advertisement when I get home. Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah. All about genital cuffs. Whatever the hell those are. I don't know. We're about to find out. So anyway, let's talk about our sponsors first. First and foremost, we have Unmasked Studio. If you've been following us for a while, you know all about Unmasked Studio. If you haven't been following us for a while, Unmasked Studio is a maker of boutique cosplays out of New Orleans, Louisiana. And you're going to look like you just stepped right off the cover of a comic book or right off a Hollywood production. Uh, he's got some real high-quality muscle suits that he puts underneath it. So even if you, uh, if you don't have abs, you're going to for that day. We first met Will when he was wearing his uh he was wearing a copy of the Batman versus Superman Ben Affleck bat suit and he looked like he just stepped right off of the Frank right out of the cover of a Frank Miller novel because if you remember that's where they kind of got the inspiration for that version of the bat suit. So yeah, look him up on Instagram, Unmasked Studio. He's also on Facebook. He just rebuilt his studio. Makes some really great stuff. Like his stuff, share his stuff. Comment on your favorite one. We can't wait to see it. Next, we have StrikeForceEnergy.com. Who is StrikeForceEnergy.com? That's these guys right here if you're watching on the podcast. They are a maker of veteran-owned maker of energy supplements. They come in a little uh, little .02-ounce fluid package. Uh, did I get that right? Point .2. I <laughs> Numbers are hard, okay? It's the same size as a Crystal Light package if you've ever seen one of those. But it's, it's liquid. It comes in four flavors, lemon, orange, grape, or original. The original tastes a lot like Red Bull. You just put it in whatever you're drinking, and you're going to get 160 milligrams of caffeinated goodness. I really like these in the afternoon when I'm not quite tired enough to feel like I need pre-workout, but I need something to take the edge off of my, uh, of my tiredness just a little bit. So I pop one of those in whatever I'm drinking, and I get good, clean energy without a crash. So, yeah, use promo code Atlas Strength at checkout, and you're going to save 20% on all of your energy supplements. They also come in a little 750 milliliter flu, uh, pump bottle as well. I so like pump bottles. I like pump bottles too. I keep one of those over my kitchen sink, and in the morning, I'll pop a couple of pumps into whatever I'm drinking when I chug my water in the morning, usually. Mm. And that gets me caffeinated enough to make my coffee. <laughs> Oh, tell me you're addicted to caffeine without telling me you're addicted to caffeine. I'm only addicted to caffeine because I've been trying to run this place and be full-time in the military. So hopefully, hopefully... There'll be a a reduction in your use. Hopefully. (laughs) Because I'll actually be able to sleep more than five hours a night. So That would be nice. That will be great. Don't have a kid. Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, Gotta trick somebody into uh, being entertained by me for more than five minutes at a time first. Not necessarily. Five minutes is good. (laughs) We we can can make it happen in five minutes. All right, next up, we have... Shit. Us. Yeah, no, 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 we're last. Impact Mouth Guard. All right. Yes. Next up, we have Impact Mouth Guards. Do you like your teeth? Do you like keeping them in your head? Then use Impact Mouth Guards. Uh, They... If you go to their website and you purchase one of their math cards, of course, use promo code Atlas Strength Shop and you're going to save 10%. They're going to send you a mold kit. You bite down on it, you send it back to them. They'll store it on file for six months and they will send you a custom mouth guard that is going to fit you and only you. I just used it for my overhead day. I got a hell of a brace. Something about biting down on a mouth guard just makes you feel a little bit stronger. I I don't I don't know what it was like. My setup even felt better. I used a uh, mouth guard. I used mine yesterday for um, Yoke Walk. 
Um, and I, I felt a lot better using that mouthpiece. Felt a lot more stable. Nice, nice. But yeah, use promo code Atlas Strength Shop at checkout, and you're going to save 10% on your mouth guard. Or they also have apparel. They have a athletic tape. Make cool T-shirts. Yeah, they really do make cool T-shirts. But I will admit, they don't make as cool T-shirts as the Atlas Strength Shop. That is us. So we are a gym out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We have equipment for powerlifting, strongman, any strength sport that you would want to be interested in. We're the place to do it. We also have a website with programming, and we have a really cool apparel line. Uh, which I need to get back to design. I'll have time to start designing stuff again, too. Awesome. But right now, we've probably got about 15 designs on the website. And if you use promo code ATLASNERDS10 at checkout, you are going to save 10% on your next apparel purchase. So, yeah, go and buy a shirt. Send me a picture of you wearing the shirt. I want to see all of America in our T-shirts. Me, too. By this time next Thursday. That's a tall order, but we'll get it done. Well, we'll just hire taller people. We'll do that. Wait, taller people? Taller people. Well, even by taller people. For tall orders. Ah, gotcha. I need you to keep up, Matt. Hey, look, it's been a long day. (laughs) Oh, maybe I shouldn't have slammed that bang right before we started. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of alcohol, um, (laughs) which we weren't, what is this, Skater Aid? Skater Aid. All right, so this is a Pilsner from Gnarly Barley. I've never tried it before. I'm about to uh, take a sip right now. I just cracked mine open. Yep. I've had some earlier. That That's pretty damn good. I know you're a port and stouter, uh, porter and stout kind of guy. A port and stouter. Port and stouter. You're a port and stouter kind of guy. Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, Thanks, Matt. I am too, but every now and then I like to try the different spectrum of the rainbow. Yeah, I heard that about you. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is actually really good. Uh, as normal with gnarly barley, I love the art on the can. Mm-hmm. It's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Archie. Well, it's it's very doctor. It's like Doctor Seuss meets Mosh Pit. I thought it was like what it would look like if you do something after taking psychedelics, but okay. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you honestly think Doctor Seuss wasn't high on mushrooms when he drew those pictures? Oh, I'm sure he ventured into a lot of different things. Yeah, like racism. Apparently, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of ruined Dr. Seuss for me. Well, it turns out people were different like 80 years ago. Yeah, right. It was. They're probably longer than that. I really can't tell you how old Hey, Dr. Jamie, Seuss can you is. Google when Dr. Seuss was alive? Oh, yeah. We're not. We don't have a Jamie. Okay. This isn't the uh, Joe Rogan experience. Come no. on, man. We're not that controversial yet. Not yet. We'll get there. Yeah, working on it. <laughs> uh, So, yeah, a lot of things. Well, not a lot of things, but really just one main thing. Happened since the last time we talked. And that was that Eddie and Hafthor finally engaged in about a fisticuffs. Two years of waiting for six rounds of combat. If you can call it that. <laughs> it was fighting. If you can call it that. Body parts are being flung at each other. Yeah. They were at, fake at, body le- parts. at least by one person. No, they were both. Well, yeah, Eddie was definitely flinging some stuff. Um, I was just waiting for someone to come out on the intercom and say, Falcon Punch! <laughs> so uh so yeah if if you watched if you watched the fight if you can call it that it really looked like half thor was the only one that gave a shit about prepping i saw yeah uh thor was the only one who really looked like he was in a boxer stance and throwing boxing punches like he had a jab that he was connecting with and he followed up with your cross eddie looked eddie, like he was in middle school eddie looked like a barroom brawler he, he, he didn't look like someone who was taking this fight very seriously. No. And I don't think he ever was. It's just, it was payday. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. It was a way to keep his name relevant for another two years. Which was kind of, which is really disappointing to me that he appeared to have taken that approach. Because uh, the dude had some serious power. He does. Like, when definitely. he when he connected with that overhand right, holy shit. He definitely, like, I don't want to get punched by it. No. That by looked, any means. That looked like a battering ram. Like, Jesus. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I I really wish that Eddie Hall would have approached this the same way he approached Strongman in 2016 and 2017. Is it possible that he didn't know how to? Like, Because no. in Strongman, that's his world, you know? No, he, he hired good coaches. Well, then, so either, either he didn't listen to them very well or the coaches really let him down. 
Like e- either he could just, have been a little of both. Yeah, either he just didn't give a shit through training camp, or his coaches aren't what we thought they were. But Hapthor definitely approached the fight a lot more professionally. He looked he, like a boxer. Well, I mean, besides the fact that he's a gargantuan human being, he looked like someone who was in boxing shape. Yes. He, he looked like somebody that actually has trained. He looked like somebody that set up exhibition matches. Um, I, That obviously was a huge advantage that led to him winning was having those two fights mm-hmm. made a difference because he looked like someone who's prepared to fight. Yes, he actually learned. But I did get the feeling that Thor was nervous throughout much of the fight. Like the first three rounds, he looked like he was in his head. I mean, I can understand that just because... Uh... There was a lot that led up to that fight. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of hype. Yeah. And like you said, Eddie packs a lot of power. Oh, I was, I was, if Eddie would have won, if Eddie was to win that fight, it would have been by knockout only and a lucky shot. Yes. He would have and to have Thor caught. knew that, but yeah. anyone can have a lucky shot any day of the week. True. True. Uh, oh, I will, I, the comment on his power coming out of the gate to start the second round. Uh, Eddie Hall connected with a overhand right, right to Thor's chest, and threw him into the opposite rope. It was like, yeah. she, that would have hit him in the face. He'd have been done. Yeah, he'd have been done. I probably would have been nervous after that. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, Thor settled into the fight. He started connecting with your abs. He actually cut him early. Mm-hmm. He cut him with first the round first round. Yeah, and then he cut his other eye later. Yep. Uh, so he he inflicted quite a bit of damage to Eddie. Mm-hmm. He really connected well. It, but yeah, Thor definitely treated it like a boxing match. No, he took it seriously. Yes. You can tell. I did halfway expect for there to be an injury in the third round and another year of this bullshit, though. Well, they did say they might consider a rematch. Did they? Yes. After the fight, both of them said something about a rematch. Fuck. Like when uh, the announcer was talking to Thor and he was giving his thanks to everyone, he said he's up for a rematch. And then Eddie Hall on his Instagram said something about that if they want to set up a rematch, he's up for it, too. Well, if they do a rematch, hopefully we see Eddie Hall take it a little bit more seriously. I'd like to see him do a couple of exhibition matches. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, if we got a rematch and Eddie Hall looked like he had been prepping, I'd be more interested in watching it. That ha- That's the key, though. Like, if he comes out and just flat foots again, it, no one's going to want to give a shit anymore. No. Which the strongman community, for the most part, stopped giving a shit. You know, after it got rescheduled the first time. Well, because it, 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 it took two years for this fight to finally happen. Well, my biggest problem with the whole thing was you have Eddie Hall and Hafthor Bjornsson, which were two of the biggest names in Strongman. Mm-hmm. If they're not going to take the sport seriously, how can we expect other people to? True. That, yep, that is true. Like, they both left Strongman at their peak, started a fake-ass feud with each other. Right. Just for a payday and a boxing match. I mean, at least give us a good show, which I honestly I was entertained um, for the simple fact that even though that the boxing skills obviously were not great, they didn't spend the whole six rounds in a clinch leaning on each other. Like no. at the very least, like, they, like they, the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather fight. Yeah, they stood ago. in the middle of the ring and they traded they traded punches. So yeah. at least in that, I'll give them credit. Like they didn't go in there and lean each other like a couple of bitches. Yep. They threw punches. Yeah, definitely. But it, it it was cool. Like they had to make a whole new weight class, the Titan weight class. I mean, these guys are so damn big. They didn't have to make a whole new weight class. There is no upper limit to the super heavyweight class. Well, you remember that exhibition match that Thor had with that legitimate British boxer? Yes. He's a heavyweight. Yes. And Thor was still that much bigger than him. And he got his ass whooped. Oh, yeah, because the guy's just a great boxer. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's, a so, championship, like, he's a championship level boxer. The, the, create, the creating a new weight class was just marketing. Oh, yeah. That's all it was. They didn't have to do that. Now, if you were to That's, somehow get a bunch of guys at who were all consistently at that size and skilled boxers, then you probably I disagree. Would. You don't think so? Colt and Half Thor are in the same weight class for Strongman. Well, that is true, yeah. Yeah, like super heavyweight is super heavyweight. You can only go so far. Right. Yeah, you know, if you start pushing the envelope on weight classes, next thing you know you'll have people you'll have contestants from my six hundred pound life <laughs> starting their own weight class. <laughs> That is true. You know? Like, that is true. 
You know, it's big is big. But to be fair, even in that weight class, Thor is probably an exception to the rule. Like, not yes, very many is. people are that damn big. No. Like, the only person that I can think of who's that big is Brian Shaw. There's probably less than 1% of the population has a skeleton beside, like Thor's. And 1% of 1%. Yeah. He's, he's, he's an anomaly. He's like if you went on Skyrim when you're creating your character and you just maxed out all the stats. He's your Norse god. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. I'm glad I'm around to see him, though. He's a, an impressive human being. He is. And it's it's really a shame he got out of Strongman when he did. Because he could have created a dynasty like Z did. I, honestly, I, I have a feeling he's going to find his way back. I don't think so. You don't? Nope. Uh, one of So he got out of Strongman around the time, or he got out of Strongman because he wanted to get healthy enough. He, he had to stop taking drugs so that he could make a swimmer start swimming again and have, have a child. Gotcha. That, that's why he wanted to. He has another kid mm-hmm. that he never sees. Because, from what I understand, being as busy as he was, lost him custody. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. He's there for his family now. Well, the good thing for Thor is, he is, in our world, a household name. Yes. Everyone in our world knows who is, who, who he is. Mm-hmm. So, And he's the owner of Rain, right? Rain is his... No. He's not the owner of Rain? Rain is owned by Monster. Uh, I thought Rain was his. Nope. Okay. Look at the, uh, he's just a big spokesperson, just like Martins is, just like in, in all those pictures I showed you that Colt sent me, uh-huh. or in all, that picture with all the athletes, Right. they're all sponsored by Rain. Okay. I, so for like, some reason, I thought I thought Thor was the owner. I mean, or, he, he might have some stake in it. I'm I sure he does. But, uh, but no, Rain is owned by Monster, and mm. Monster is partially owned by Coke. Yeah, or at least distributed by them. One of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, Thor Thor is a brand name. He's a brand name now. Yes, he is. So I'm sure if he decides to go off on a business venture, he would be successful. I mean, he has a lot. He's still in movies. Like, he does B-movies all the time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah, he plays the bad guy in a lot of B-movies. Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, make the good bad guy. Yeah, and he's like the, um, just like Game of Thrones, he's the big henchman. The mountain. Yeah. Not all yeah, over the world, he, the mountain. Yeah, he's always going to be the big henchman. What do you think Eddie Hall's going to do? Eddie Hall's been uh, been doing the same thing. So he's just going to kind of just follow but, the same pattern? Oh, also, and I said this to somebody the other day, Eddie Hall is starting to become, and Big Kaz, or uh, Bill Kazmaier has been doing this for years, mm-hmm. but Eddie Hall is starting to become the Uncle Rico of the strongman world. Oh, back when I was doing this, that's look what I could do type deal? He just released another 2017 Oh, the documentary. documentary. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I might get around to watching that. I won't. We've already seen it. Yeah, I've, I've seen enough content on YouTube to, yeah. to remember what happened. And so. if you go to, like, World's Strongest Man's TikTok or Instagram page, it seems like every other day they're posting Eddie Hall videos. What is it about Eddie Hall that gets has the world captivated? I mean, it just feels like he, when it comes to at least the social media world, Eddie Hall is, like, front page. He's a really good marketer. He broke deadlift world records, which the deadlift is something that's easily translatable to the average gym goer. But that record's already been broken. Yes, it has. Well, it's just because he's the first one. So he's the first one to do that. Uh, do over a thousand pounds. Okay, but he's a really good marketer. Mm-hmm. He's been on the History Channel. True. He's also British. That helps. Yes, because in in Britain. Strongman is huge. Really? Yes. Huh. They actually fill out stadiums for Strongman. I want to see that. It's really cool. I, uh, I, know, they, I know they have Brit- uh, UK Strongest Man. Yep. Uh, so here in America, when we do a Strongman competition, in order for Strongman to make any money, it has to rely on the athletes. Right. The athletes pay a membership fee. The athletes come and they buy concessions. Their families... And the athletes, they buy extra T-shirts. There's hardly any actual spectators in Strongman for the United States. In Britain, the athletes are treated like athletes. And they charge the spectators a fee to watch the show. That's 
but like a normal a normal sport, yes. like a normal event. Definitely. They've tried to do that here, but there are a few companies standing in the way of that. Like who? I, I do not feel comfortable getting into all that on the air. Okay. We can well, talk we, about that later. Okay. Uh, but it's just kind of the culture of strongman here. Well, I, I hope whatever whatever walls need to be broken through to make that happen. I hope it happens because there are some freakishly capable people in this country, and I'd like to see them perform. I think it will eventually. But, like, the fact that the strongest men in America don't compete in America's strongest man is True. pretty damn telling. True. Like, you never hear about Brian Shaw winning America's Strongest Man. No, it's always the uh, the Arnold or um, the, the Rogue Invitational, stuff like yep. that. The and Santa Monica, the parents the big show. Well, Santa Monica is the Arnold. I thought I thought the Arnold... So, you know the, you know the way the Arnold works. It's the Arnold World Series. So, they okay. have different Arnolds all over the world. See, I didn't know and, that. Yes. So, like, they have Arnold Africa, Arnold Asia, they have Arnold Europe, they have an Arnold Santa Monica, they have all these Arnolds all over the world. Okay. And the way it works is you get invited to the Arnold Strongman Classic in Columbus, Ohio, one of two ways. You either win one of the Arnolds, mm-hmm. or you go to enough and place high enough in enough of them to accumulate enough points to get invited. That's an expensive way. Yes, it is. Uh, that's how guys like um, like JF Crone get invited. Um, the the guys who aren't Brian Shaw, Half Thor, Martins, the guys the guys who aren't the very tip top at the time that they're competing. Mm-hmm. That's how they go. Okay. So like Martins went a couple years ago by winning the Santa Monica two weeks prior to the Arnold. Yeah, I'm still learning about the strongman stuff. Still learning about yeah. how it all works. Well, it's because. It's, Louisiana is kind of a dead region. Well, it's not a dead region. Three years ago, it was a dead region. We're growing it now. Yes. Doing our best. Hopefully, keep going. I love being a part of it. So, yeah. uh, Did we pretty much cover everything we wanted to cover about the fight? Pretty much. I was entertained. Thor won. Eddie looked like Falcon Punch. That's about it. Pretty much. (laughs) So, we talked about the fight almost as long as the actual fight. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Impressive. Um... (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I know we both are shaping up with some new training goals. Yep. Let's talk about yours. Well, first, let's talk about your uh, your tain injury. Um, <laughs> My tain injury? Okay, so what was it, last Saturday or last Sunday? It was last Sunday. Yeah, instead of being in here, we went get the, the machine. Yes. So I got a really good deal on a new Peck Deck rear fly machine. It and so sweet. Yes, and Matt helped me go and get it. When we brought it back... We rolled it in here on a furniture dolly on on its back. So, like, the way the machine works, it's got a spine that runs across the length of it. We laid it down on its spine. We rolled it in, and then we flipped it up. When we flipped it up into place, it took Matt for a ride. Yeah, it did. And then when he landed, his foot landed on a furniture dolly, and he did a full split in the middle of the gym. And I felt that... And he laid there for probably about a minute and a half, rethinking every decision in his life that led him to that moment. <laughs> there, was, there was a moment of, uh, cl- oh, I was going to say clarity. I'm not sure if moment yeah. of clarity is the right phrase there, but I, I think I heard a nut explode. It like, was it was pretty, um, it was pretty shocking to say. I don't know. It was an experience. I really did think I was going to have to drive you to the hospital after that. Well. I'm glad it didn't go down that way. Me too. Me too. Uh, it turns out I just have a um, a strained abductor magnus. Um, it's low grade because I'm pretty much have all my range of motion back. Good. The only thing that I can't really do, which for me is doesn't matter, is uh, anything wide stance. Yeah, then which it, you you pull conventional and you squat with a fairly narrow stance. Right. So. The only time where that might matter is if I decide to pick a sandbag horizontally yeah. that might matter yeah but even then i think i can manipulate my feet enough to where it takes the strain off of it and it'll also be a while before you have to start training that sandbag press anyway right so you'll be you'll be good to go by then i might use the 100 pound one just mm-hmm. to get movement down but the 205 and the 265 i'm not worried about that one right now we definitely need more sandbags might just get some of the ones from iron mind for now I don't, it doesn't matter. I mean, as long, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter to me. I would train with whatever we got. Yeah. But, uh, it's like the one thing in the gym we don't have a good variety of. 
his but to sandbags. be fair, the sandbag is one of those things that's like either you got it or you don't. Yeah. Like either you're gonna lift the shit or you're not. I mean, there's no in between. There's no straining through a sandbag. Like, no, you just do it or you don't. Not. You know. You just do your best. You do your best. There's no real That's really all you can do is just do your best. Um so yeah, you're going to you're gonna start gearing up for Alabama's strongest man. Yep. So you're doing a hypertrophy block and then you're going to start working uh, start building that strength? Yes, I'm going to do five weeks of hypertrophy. Uh so a lot of volume, a lot of isolation just to try to get a little bigger. And I'm also going to do the actual events but lighter mm-hmm. just to get used to doing them. And yeah. then after that, I'm going to do like a power building block where less accessories, more focused towards the uh, main movers. And then the last five weeks going to be primarily about the main Event movers work. and the necessary accessories to go with it. And that is it. Because at yeah. that point, I'm going to be pushing as much weight as I possibly can. Have you decided if you're going to go open yet? <sighs> I haven't made the decision. But mm-hmm. the more I'm moving stuff around, the more I'm like, I could probably do that. I probably yeah. can. So I think I'm taking another year off from competing this year. Uh, you got a lot going on. It's just going to be, since I'm leaving my active duty position at the end of this month, mm-hmm. it's just going to be focusing on building this place and getting healthy again. Yeah, yeah. You've been stressed to the max. Like, I'll, it's going to be nice being able to sleep one than five hours. I'll be able to lose some of this body fat that I've accumulated from not having time to train. It's weird. It's a weird sensation owning a gym and not having time to train in it. You say that, but I, I hear from, from well, on podcasts and stuff, like a lot of gym owners and personal trainers are like, good luck finding time to train. Like yeah. you, just, you just get it in when you can get it in. That's pretty much what it's been. And like I can't tell you how many times I've been about to do my top set and somebody new walks through the door. Yeah. Somebody new walks through the door. They're the priority. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a good attitude to have. Yeah. You know, if you really want to grow this place, well, you kind of got to do that. Yep. So the way the way it operated back when I ran uh, that Snap Fitness, and it worked really well, mm-hmm. between like two and five, I trained. Well, that's a good time because that's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the afternoon shift for most people's work day. Yeah, everybody's still at work. Right, So they're not, and, and it's not like in the morning where it's, hey, it's a slow morning, I'll dip off and go do something for a little bit, yep. or the lunch break. That's a good time to do that because yeah. everybody's like, it's the end of the day. I got to finish the shit. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I could also probably get away with this location training in the morning, too. Works like, for me. Not like your morning, <laughs> but like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. No, I know you probably yeah, like could. breakfast and lunch. Yeah. In this area, you probably could. Yeah. Um, honestly, that is really my favorite time to train is that 10, 30, 11 o'clock slot. Mm-hmm. Um, but because, you know, I have a job, can't do that. Yeah. I just really like the energy in this place in the afternoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I like being here in the afternoon too, but the only problem with that is I got to go home and be daddy. So yeah, I got to be daddy. So no, I'm not there yet. Not yet. Maybe one day. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Somebody's gonna call you daddy. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like, damn, Matt. I had a beer. Yeah. Two. That's your second one. Yeah, I like this beer. It is a pretty good beer. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be cutting down on drinking too. Yeah, I'm going to kind of make that decision, too, which I already kind of have. Yeah. So we're going to be hyped up on bangs for the podcast. Hell, yeah. More strike force. Get more strike force in here. Be a man and do both. Yeah. You know, strike force <laughs> into your rip it. What's the worst that could happen? So I actually did that uh, a few years ago, and I heard colors. It's pretty cool. Did you know <laughs> that there is a very small percentage of society they can actually see sounds. No. When they hear sounds, their brain translates it into colored waves. Are you making this up? No, this is a real thing. I don't remember what it's called. It's called like autochromatically or autochromaticism or something like that. I don't even, I don't, I've never heard of that. It's a real thing. It's a very, very small percentage of the population that has it. I need to go, like, I need to go look it up. Yes, but essentially they feel like they're tripping balls all the time because they, literally see sounds what would happen if they were like eat shrooms or something what would happen i, I don't know <laughs> i'm curious i've never met somebody to ask them i've just i did i know they exist because the internet told me and like i've seen interviews with them i, I want to know what would happen if one of them got high let's kidnap one for science we'll do that for science i'll do some weird shit for science man <laughs> i bet <laughs> science is important <laughs> 
So, yeah, your main training goal is get ready for uh, Alabama, and my yep. main training goal is get back where I was prior to COVID. Yeah. You know, when I was uh, under 200 and strict pressing over 200. Can you believe that was two years ago already? It's like, crazy. this is the longest and fastest two years of my life. Right? It's like, Jesus. I can't believe how much we grew during COVID. Yeah, that is true. Like, we literally quadrupled in size during COVID. I mean, a lot of places were shutting down. Yeah. Made like, it work. Like, I think half the Snap Fitnesses in Baton Rouge closed during A lot COVID. of places. A lot of places closed. Yep. Like, especially restaurants. Restaurants all over the country, all over the world. Just what? I didn't really notice any in Baton Rouge closed, though. A few did. Which ones? Um, let's see, there was a fried chicken place on Airline? Yeah, Airline going towards downtown. Oh, that that's Florida. Florida going toward downtown. There was a, a fried chicken place. They closed. Yeah, I know nothing about this. Um, Bombs Bakery. They closed. And they've been Did around it? forever. Okay, that's surprising. Um, there's been other couple places. <clears throat> None of the places I tend to eat closed. Yeah, but for the most part, Baton Rouge. Well, I think because Baton Rouge is just like fat. Yeah, we'll just go pick it up. We don't yeah. care. <laughs> kind of want Mexican food tonight. I'm gonna have Mexican food when I get home. Oh, yeah? Yeah, my wife's going to pick me up and build a cactus. Oh, nice. Yeah. That place is pretty good. It is good. Um, I tell you what, I know you're not a sports fan, but a great time to go is for a home game to an LSU football game. Oh, I'm sure. Because you get bottomless queso and like really? $10 buckets of beer. I will have to remember that because I do love queso. Oh, I will remember. But uh, it's not that I'm not a sports fan. Mm-hmm. It's that all of my focus goes towards other things. No, I've been the same way. Yeah. Over the last couple of years, that's kind of changed. Like, usually I would watch all the LSU basketball games. I'd watch all three baseball games mm-hmm. during the week. Watch all the football games. You do, like, the March Madness brackets and all that. i do all that crap. Watch. Didn't miss a Saints game. But especially since now that I'm, like, competitive with the strongman, it's like now this is, like, what I'm a part of. So it's drawn a lot of my attention. So instead of on Saturdays catching the afternoon baseball game, I'm usually here. Yeah. So. So with me, it's just it's two full time jobs. Well, that fills up your time slots, yeah. Yeah. Fills all of my slots. <laughs> <sighs> it's like I'm leaving the full time job with the military, and I'm going to be so poor, but I also can't wait. Well, because you're going to be diverting your time into something that you really invested in. Yes. At every level. Yes. And um, this is yours. Like This is your baby. Yeah. So. And I'm going to make it work, even if I have to sell your testicle. Mine? Why mine? Because I'm faster than you. <laughs> <laughs> I've paid enough prices, damn it. <laughs> Look, if you sell a testicle, you'll be a, free, a member for life for free. Oh, is that all it takes? Okay. Yeah. I'll run it by Heather, see what she says. Well, you'll still be able to have one, so you know, you can give you can give Vivian a brother or a sister. Oh god. I don't think she's gonna go for that, man. You sure? You can, Fairly... prost- you can put a prosthetic in. What like a marble or something? I don't like a jingle bell. <laughs> <laughs> that would make for some really Or like a squeaker. <laughs> Wait, what? Or a squeaker? A squeaker? Like a, like a dog toy? Oh god. Like, imagine you scratching your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but then the dogs are going to want to know what the fuck that was. Your dogs strike me as the type of dogs that go in people's crotches anyway. <sighs> if there's a squeaker, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was so sad that your dogs were put up for the crawfish boil. They were temporarily. Yeah, they, they eventually wound up out. It's, it's because... Truman, not so much, but Annabelle is just such a savage. She's not a mean dog or anything like mm-hmm. that, but she's just in your face. Yeah. Like, and it's it just when you have a lot of people there, it's just, just. I mean, look, if that's the way I go out, that's the way I go out. Yeah, she'll, she'll put you out. Don't worry. Yeah. So I finally brought the cat to get, get spayed. Oh, so you don't have to worry about her getting pregnant. And I don't have to worry about her pissing all over everything either. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, he told me he started marking his territory. Yeah, she started like pissing in the burners and shit on the stove. That's got to suck. Yeah, so I didn't realize it the first time. So I turned the burners on and all of a sudden the entire house smells horrible. Ammonia. Yes. So I eventually like, I, 
it at first it was like a once every like once a week kind of a thing and yeah. I could manage that. But then it started being like multiple burners a day. Oh fuck that. No. So I had to like put tin foil over everything and Ah, screw that. Yeah, man. it was ridiculous. But I was finally able to get her spayed and she was really, really pissed off. I bet. <laughs> for like two days. <laughs> like if you come near her, she like went all Halloween cat and and apparently it's because when the anesthesia is still wearing off, uh-huh. they're going through a bad trip. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, but but now she she's good to go. She seems to have forgiven me. She still wants nothing to do with the dog. Uh, but That's probably for the best. And she's she's just healing. <laughs> That's all it is. Um, you know, because she you know it's a, on a cat level, it's a major surgery. I'm sure. Like, yeah. I, I can't imagine it's any different than like uh like a a human woman having a hysterectomy. I mean, it, like, isn't it basically the same thing? I think I don't know what all they go in and take out in a cat, but I think basically the same thing. Yeah, the reproductive organs. You know, but like like think about like I'm sure you know women that have been through through those. Like it's it's a healing yeah, it, process. It's 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 major surgery. It takes a little time. Yeah, so it's gonna take a cat a while too. So, like, the most annoying thing is I've had, because normally I keep her food up on the dryer, because mm-hmm. she can jump up there and get it, and the dog won't steal it. Right. Because, you know, my dog can be an asshole. <laughs> so, I'll have to feed her in the kitchen on the floor and make sure he doesn't come in there. They don't eat the poor cat's food. Yeah. So, you tell Hercules to back off, man. Tell well, Hercules to back off. Because, like, she, she grazes. Mm-hmm. So, she'll jump up there. She'll eat a little bit of food, and she'll go do her own thing. She'll come back an hour later, eat a little bit more food, go do her own thing. Well, you know how you solve that? How's that? Take the food away. You have a feeding time. So it works really well for dogs. Doesn't work for cats? Doesn't seem to. Ah, okay. So, yeah, because cats will just go and they'll kill things. That's true. I forget how they're still, like, murderers. Yeah, cats are not domesticated. They look like they are, but no, yeah, I forget they're about that. full-on murderers. <laughs> but, um... Have, has she brought you any presents? Not yet. Like a shredded up bird or something? No, because she doesn't get outside. Okay. Uh, she's killed bugs. That's about it. Well, yeah, pest yeah. control. There you go. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like the dog's not you know being malicious. Like if I put it down and she starts eating, mm-hmm. he'll be patient and he'll wait his turn. <laughs> but you know she'll do her thing where she only wants to eat a little bit of it and then she wants to go somewhere else. <laughs> right. As soon as she leaves it alone, she's he's like oh. The rest is for me. <laughs> so I've got to watch him for that. Uh, whenever I take my grandmother's first thing he does, he beelines to the kitchen, eats all the cat's food. <laughs> and I have to yell at him because. Good old Herc. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's just kind of a turd sometimes. He's a crack dog. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, he's getting calmer and calmer by the month, though. Well, because he has his own little home now. Yeah. He's not in an envi- such a stressful environment anymore. And he's also almost seven years old at this point, too. That's really seven? He yep. doesn't look like a seven-year-old dog. That's because he has a ton of energy. Yeah, it's, it's crack dog. It, yeah, it's that, it's that Australian shepherd in him. Yeah, make sure he doesn't get into your bang. Yeah, right. Uh, he actually drank an entire cup of coffee one time. How did that go? Uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm hanging out with him. I made the coffee, forgot about the coffee, left for a few minutes to go pick up food, came back and was wondering why he was all jittery. <laughs> Poor Herc. And then I look at the and then I look at the at the coffee table. It's like, oh shit, I forgot I had coffee. Going to just swig it real quick so I can get the caffeine. You know, just you know, take a shot of cold coffee. And no coffee. And I'm like, there's no coffee in this. And then it hit me. Oh, that's why he's anxious. <laughs> yeah, he's like barking at everything that moves or doesn't move. Just sitting on the couch, just shaking. That poor dog with that diarrhea. Oh, it was it was bad. <laughs> it wasn't as bad, though, as the time I was fostering this little hound puppy. Mm-hmm. And that dog decided it was a good idea to take a lap of, of my scotch. Oh, must have puked everywhere. He didn't puke. Um, I don't think he swallowed any of it. Well, I have he tasted it, and it was immediately the, <laughs> you know, like it just took all the breath out of his body. <laughs> Poor puppy. But yeah, he didn't do it again. I guess not. Yeah. He's like, you drink this shit? <laughs> the fuck's the matter with you? A lot. Yeah. 
freaking scotch straight. I haven't had that in a while, actually. Yeah. Ooh, I'll have time to foster again. That'll be cool. Like I used, I used to foster animals. So kind of like you would just home them temporarily yeah. until they had a place to go. Yeah, like for uh, for local animal rescues, I'd oh, like okay. I'd foster the animal until they. Uh, I have an aunt who does that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's good. Gives cool. Hercules friends. I like dogs. Me too. I got two of them. Yeah, I'm good with you. That's enough. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Never noticed you wore a Wounded Warrior survival bracelet. Believe it or not, I've had this since I was probably 20. Fuck that company. Really? Yeah, they, they, what they do is they sue smaller veterans organizations. Really? Left and right. Any organization that has a logo that even slightly resembles somebody carrying another person. That's like every... Every veterans organization. They sue them into the ground. I didn't know that. Part of their budget as a nonprofit company is suing other nonprofit companies. The fuck? Right? Well, let me ask you this. What's a good organization that helps veterans? I'd have to look into it, man. Let me know. I'll buy a wristband from them. um, I know Black Rifle Coffee does a lot of research on stuff like that. Uh And I think they actually have a fund that goes towards veterans. Right. Um, Because I am a a veteran and I don't have a lot of money, I tend to not <laughs> d- donate very much. <laughs> you know, I just cut out the middleman and buy food. Well, I was um, I was planning on replacing it at some point, but I never had anything. Yeah. But if one if a good company, good organization who helped veterans has a paracord bracelet, I will buy one from them. So my first company was actually making those. Really? Yeah, I never told you that? No. Hold on one second. I don't know. Just randomly say things in the microphone so we don't get all the... Weird silence from... Uh, yeah, we don't need awkward awkward silence. Um, camera's digging through his toy chest. A lot of weird things in there. Whoa, you're going to put that where? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice hands, feet. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yep, that was the first company I started. That was back in like 2010. Yeah, flip around, look on the back. Red Stick Survival. Here at the Red Stick Survival, we strive to bring you products of the highest quality. All of our products are 100% American-made and priced at a rate that can't be believed. If you use our product, we'd love to hear how it helps. Check out our website at redsticksurvival.com. So, yeah, that that website doesn't exist anymore because I stopped paying the fees for it. Um... So, me and my roommate at the time, we mm-hmm. decided we were going to start this company. So, I sourced a shit ton of paracord, researched how to do it, did all the legwork, and all he did was play video games. That son of a bitch. Um, I eventually moved on to something else. Or, no, well, me and him had a falling out, and I traded him... His half of Red Stick Survival. Okay. For a PS3 that I had. Wait. I gave him a PS3 and he gave me the other half of the company. That sounds like the best deal ever. Well, it would have been had I actually done anything with it. But. Right. I wound up getting too busy with other projects. And here you are. Yes, here I am now. And that's like one of like 10 uh, that still exists. I kind of just keep it as a. Uh, Keepsake's the wrong word. Memento's the wrong word. But I still have a box of business cards somewhere. I'll, I'll wear it. I like paracord bracelets. Yeah. This one's starting to get a little frayed at the bottom here. But yeah, we sold them on. We uh, we had a website where we planned to sell them online. But at the time, I couldn't figure out how to actually make that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shopify wasn't a thing. It was all uh, WordPress, WooCommerce, and... Had I dug a little bit deeper, I probably could have figured it figured it out. Mm-hmm. But I was like twenty three, right? Something like that. You know, twenty three year olds they don't make good decisions. I didn't. Yeah, but uh, but it sucks that we couldn't make anything out of it, and that he wasn't more gung ho because this buddy at I think eighteen or nineteen years old he got in an eighteen wheeler accident. 
got a huge settlement. Okay. So he had he had capital for us to actually build this thing. Right. I don't think he actually like put anything towards it, if I remember right. But like looking back on it, we could have actually taken this like mass produced. Huh. He spent, I think, two or three years spending it all on strippers and cocaine. That's a winning combination. Yes. Never give a twenty year old twenty one year old more than six figures. <laughs> Cause like he um he spent so much money at the gold club, you know, what the penthouse used to be, that he actually got a VIP card oh, wow. from the owners. Oh wow. They got him in for free. His first drink was free and his first lap dance was free. How much money do you have to spend there to get all that? Enough. That's a lot of money. He didn't work for years. Jesus. And just, and like he would tell stories about how uh, he met this stripper, went home with her, and then just didn't. And like he just couldn't figure out how to leave her house for like days. What does that mean? Couldn't figure out how to leave her house. He was that fucking high. (laughs) Like, don't get me wrong. This guy partied his ass off. Like, it was a hell of a three years, I'm sure. Wow. But he had nothing to show for it by the end of it, and it sucks. Wow. Well, that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down. Yeah, right? See if we have any comments. No, no comments. Nobody left any comments today. Are you sure we're live? Well, I mean, yeah, we're live. Yeah, we're we're live. I I see you. Yeah, so (laughs) here in a few weeks, maybe next week, uh, I'll make a couple of Instagram posts, and we can make... um, we make some posts on TikTok asking for some questions. And then we can go live on TikTok to get questions. We can answer the questions that come as they come. We can answer the Instagram questions. I yeah. think that'd be a good idea. Just because we're on TikTok, we might as well start actually using their TikTok audience that they do give us. Let me know when you want to get started with that. I'll make some posts too. Okay. Let's next next Saturday. Cool. Yeah, we'll do one for next Saturday. Uh, so let's see. I'm looking at our notes. Uh, Leave me active duty or training goals. Oh yeah, some some of the things that are coming up at Atlas now yeah. that now that I'm gonna have a lot more time on my hands to actually push things. We're gonna start doing some classes over here. Looking forward uh, to it. So we are going to have a boot camp. We're gonna start with three times a week for the boot camp. The way the boot camp is gonna kind of work is it's going to be high intense high intensity movements that require very little technical skill. Right. So it's going to be perfect for new people that want to come in and work hard. So it's going to be it's going to be things like sandbag carries, body weight squats, kettlebell swings, sled pushes, shuttle runs, burpees, things that don't require a lot of technical skill and it's very difficult to hurt yourself on. Makes sense. So that's the plan. We're just going to get people in, work their ass off, help them reach their goals, let them get on with their day. And then we're also going to do some small group strength training. And the way we're going to set that up is essentially I'm going to set up like a seven day a week ma- or um, like a 10 day matrix. Mm-hmm. But we only train four days out of the calendar week. Right. <clears throat> so depending on how you come up or what days you come, because it's a 10 day training matrix, like Monday is not always going to be a squat day. Tuesday is not always going to be a bench day. Okay. It's going to rotate that way. People who say who say they can only come on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, or Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, every week they'll be able to. Yes. By the end of the block, they'll have hit everything. Yes. Okay. That's makes the sense. plan anyway. Uh, and we're going to. Uh, it's probably going to be percentage based as well. So, my plan is the first few weeks we're just going to do. It's just going to be strict volume. Okay. Then maybe six weeks down the line, we do a diagnostic. We get some numbers and we basically build a male avatar and a female avatar mm-hmm. based on those numbers to see where we are and where we need to go. Okay. So like we'll have we'll have everyone test like a three rep max of squat, three rep max of bench, three rep max on you know all those main lifts. But we'll also do things like um, what's what's the word I'm looking for. I've completely lost my train of thought. Uh, but but my point is we're not just going to test those metrics. Right. We're not just going to trust, test strict strength. 
We're also going to test other metrics too. We're going to build an avatar, see what we need to work on based on that avatar and the average of the group. Uh, so yeah, it's not going to be as good as just one-on-one -on -one personal training or personalized programming, but some people respond well to the group. Yes, they do. That's why CrossFit's been so effective, right? Because people like training in a group. They like, su they like suffering as a collective. Well, you just got a very nice piece of equipment for that purpose. Yes, we did. Uh, it's perfect use for that four station rig we got. Yep. So if you want to check it out, please come by. Yep. Um, so yeah, let's see what else we got up there. Yeah, that's pretty much. You got anything else you want to add today? Mm, no. Um, well, it, it, it we're, it's strongman season again. So, um, obviously if you need some help getting ready for that, this is the place to be. This is, um, but at the same time, it's very important to note, we are not just a strongman gym. True. That seems to be a misconception that we've had from a lot of people in the community. That is true. People think we're a strongman gym. We are a strength gym. Yes. We are not the Atlas strongman gym. We are not the Atlas powerlifting gym. We are the Atlas strength shop. We've got something for all strength sports. We're yep. not just trying to, we're not trying to bottleneck into just one sport over here. Yeah, we got, um, got some damn good powerlifters here. We've got some good Olympic lifters here. And, of course, we have our strongman guys. Yes. Uh, and we have some people who don't compete in anything. True. They just, just people want. who just want to be generally fit and strong. This yeah. is a good place to be. We have all the equipment you need. It is. And the biggest thing we have is we have, that, we have a community. We yeah. have a community that's going to get behind you and support you in your goals. Yep. That is absolutely 100% correct. All right. Well, you ready to take this home? Yes, sir. I think I am. All right, we're going to hit that sponsors one more time. First and foremost, we have Unmasked Studios. Go to Unmasked Studio on Instagram or Facebook. Like his stuff, share his stuff, comment on his stuff. Tag us in your favorite one of his cosplays. Boost this dude in the algorithms. Next, we have StrikeForceEnergy.com. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Use promo code ATLASSTRENGTH at checkout. You're going to save 20% on all of your energy needs. Next, we have Impact Mouth Guards. Do you want to keep all of your teeth in your head? Do you want to not... Break a molar while you're gritting down for a heavy uh, deadlift PR. Then go to Impact Mouth Guards. Use promo code Atlas Strength Shop at checkout. And you're going to save 10% on your next mouth guard. They're going to send you a custom mouth guard kit. You're going to send it back to them. They're going to send you back gold. Not literal gold, but mouth guard gold. It's gold. And, yeah, it might as well be gold. <laughs> and last but not least, we have the Atlas Strength Shop. That is us. We are a gym located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We focus on anything and everything we have to to get you stronger, whether that's strongman, powerlifting, Olympic lifting, um, general strength and conditioning. We got what it takes to make it happen. We also have a really awesome apparel line on the website at atlasstrengthshop.com. Go check it out. Use promo code ATLASNERDS10 at checkout. You're going to save you 10% on a T-shirt. Other than that, if I've forgotten anything, Matt. No, I don't think so. All right. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Go share us with your friend. Tell people about us. Uh, shoot me a DM and tell me what you want to hear about. I want to help us grow. Till next time, see ya. See ya.